forever. Dog. Reckless behavior, endless pursuit. This week on the podcast, Christopher Pike's Thirst, The Eternal Dawn Number 3. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Kutai. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are returning to the last vampire series now in the form of Thirst, mm-hmm. 2010's Thirst 3. Mm-hmm. The Eternal it's, Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, I could not remember that subtitle. The and Eternal I, Dawn. You, you had said the tagline already, and then when you... When you started to repeat it, I realized that if you had been like, you go ahead and say the tagline, just based on memory, I mm-hmm. would not have been able to do it. In one ear, out the other. And I, I would have been like, endless, eternal, reckless, endless submission. You know what? <laughs> you, when you say that, to me, I was like, that's right. Because yeah. <laughs> I, uh, if you asked me to, t- I said it. And, and you I, still if didn't, you ask me, I couldn't it, tell It's you. like nothing. It's okay, like a, reckless it's a nothing tagline. Behavior. Reckless endless behavior. Pursuit. I did remember it. Okay. Endless proof man. Do you ever do a thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know why my mind does this. I do not know why my mind does this. But sometimes like if I'm doing something that either requires some kind of finesse or like memory or something mm-hmm. and I can't remember it or I can't do it, I'll sometimes be like, could I do this if like my life depended on it? Like I'll like imagine a scenario yeah. where I'll be like, okay, if I fuck this up, then like I die <laughs> and then I fail. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you, you give yourself little, little, uh, fantasy ultimatums. <laughs> yes. Yes. Literally where I'll be like, well, everyone you love is on this boat and it's going to sink if you fail. And then can I'm you like, repeat this tagline. No, nope, they're, they're, they're all dead. They're all dead. They're all dead. It's like the fairy problem. Wait, Trolley problem. Trolley issue? Trolley problem. Right? Problem. I feel like issue is like kind of... Trolley conundrum. Oh, dilemma. Dilemma? Trolley dilemma? No, that's the prisoner's dilemma. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Trolley... (laughs) It's trolley problem, I think. Look, I'm going to do it. I think it's just trolley problem. Trolley... Let's definitely... Because we ended Last Vampire 6... 20 minutes trying to write, just think of the word. Wait, was that rapture? Oh my God. Really? Rapture. Yeah, was that, that was, really? That was, it was, that was Last Vampire 6, I think. What is it? And what a send off we gave I, it. We just, <laughs> we, I know, rapture's wasting so much time on rapture. I, I feel like there's just something in the air that just so happens, like it's like Mercury in retrograde style, but it's like anytime we do last vampire series like something weird is happening to us like last vampire series makes mercury retrograde yeah (laughs) it all of a sudden the planet mercury starts spinning the other direction yes it's like (gasps) the book is being read yes Yes. by these two specifically by these two specifically that must be it um Um, so i didn't did you know anything about thirst going into it no i just knew it came out a few years after twilight had been like sweeping the nation yes certain this has to be because twilight i should these are the see other podcasts do their research beforehand i don't even think to do research i mean people are like first they're used to our clickety clackities sequels is there anything about why 
it restarted because it's got to be because of Twilight. But are, okay. is there any trivia out there to find? Okay, look at what am I searching? I'm searching. I, I did Thirst Christopher Pike sequels. Okay, I did Thirst sequels Christopher Pike. Why? <laughs> okay, well, why? I got a I got an article. Am I between 13 mm-hmm. to 15 years old? No. So shut the hell up. Don't talk to me. <laughs> okay, sorry. That's what it asked me that. Blah, blah, blah. A, okay. An article. Oh, God. Did you do tour.com too? Oh, my God. Tour.com. Yeah. Because I just got that same pop up. <laughs> Are you between 13 to 15? I'm not. I'm not. Haven't been for a while. Thank you. I'm going to put the full weight of my 41 years into my voice. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Hold on. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I just want to know why we. Okay. Thirst. Okay. The Eternal Dawn. Oh, there's spoilers for Shadow of Death, so be careful. Mm. I just saw a huge, giant spoiler. Oh, my God. These covers are nowhere near the glory of the original Last Vampire covers, obviously. They're very uh, Twilight. (sighs) So modern. Okay. Well, I'm not seeing any mention of Twilight. I think we can pause it, right? That because right when did these come out? I mean, it's it's to be assumed that it's because of Twilight it came out in 2010. So for sure, uh, the publisher was just like, "Yes, people love twi- people love vampire series. Let's get this going." Yeah, because okay, so t- 2008 was when the movies came out, and I feel like that is kind of probably more of the impetus than the books because it's like oh these got adapted into this like movie franchise because the books were like well I was working early 2000s I was working at what year exactly I was working at a Borders oh those books sold out Um, it was crazy yeah and it was I was working at Borders in 2007 and it was like it felt like it was every third book I was selling. It was fucking yeah. nuts. It was 2005. So it mm-hmm. was a genuine um, phenomenon even before the movies. Fucking everyone was reading it. Kind of like Hunger Games. Yeah. Or later. even like the Harry Potter thing. Like everyone was reading. Yeah. Like I remember it, when... I, do books nowadays... I feel like there's so many books, but are there series of books nowadays that have that kind of like reach? Yeah, where it's like everywhere, like everyone, everyone's every reading it. There's like posters for these. That's books. not true. For Twilight, it was women of every age, <laughs> right? Or just like I'm, I'm sure Harry Potter, was it was everyone of every age. Yeah, but like it's like which. Do, are there any books like that now with that are as pervasive? That, like, everyone was re- everyone is reading anything now. Um, not Akatar? Top, top of my head. No. Akatar? Do you not know what Akatar is? A Court <laughs> nope. of Thorns and Roses? Oh, I have heard of those books, but I have not seen anybody reading them. But also, you know, I haven't been outside in three years, basically. Like the world okay. is very different. It's, it's very. Um, it's so pretty I pervasive. I feel reading. like a lot of people read Akatar. And in fact, a lot of like some people have said we should cover it on if we do fantasy stuff. Cause it's like it makes sense. I've certainly like had that thought before. Yeah. Of maybe we should read those books. Yeah. Cause they are very prolific. But I don't know. 
Well, I think I don't know we though. I'm not cruel prince. It's like yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do those the next time we do like a fantasy kick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just mean I don't know if that's comparable to I don't Twilight. Think so. I f- I feel like Twilight was maybe oh Ready Fifty Player Shades. One. Fifty Shades, 50 Shades was almost pretty crazy. As Twilight to me. Well, yeah, because that's isn't that what it is? Yeah, it's it was just Twilight fanfic. Um. I think, well, Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, the Hunger that. Games was Everybody crazy. Was reading yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunger Games, and then, but that was all around the same time, though, right? It was like a little bit after. It was a little. It was, well, more than a, it was like ten years after. But okay, Hunger it Games. It was certainly, but then it's like almost ten years ago. Books when? Okay, it was the like Hunger 2012? Games books. Yeah, twenty eight. So the first one was two thousand eight. And then Mockingjay was 2010. So yeah, it's like kind of on the end of Twilight. Yeah, I feel like 2011, 2012 is when everyone started talking about Hunger Games. So and yeah, then like Fault in Our Stars. But that's not later. even a series. Because I was going to say Fault in Our Stars was very, very popular. Okay, hold it was, on. It was popular, but I don't think everyone was reading it. No. Most popular YA books. It's got to be Harry Potter. Oh my God, number one, The Fault in Our Stars. No. Number two, Hunger Games, Yeah. According no. to this random uh, Google thing. Sales by sale. Uh, well, well, uh, I didn't see anyone reading Fault in Our Stars. That's a very specific audience, I feel. I mean, like, yes, it, I'm sure it was very popular, but... It, oh, Divergent not, was kind not of like popular. across the board. Divergent was popular, but I don't think it was an everyone is reading it. No. Look, am I judging no. this by what I finally broke down and read? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't read those, so that doesn't count. Right. <laughs> and I go by my own experience. I'm Children of Blood and Bone was pretty popular. I remember that being really popular. We read that. We covered that. But again, it was like with people who already read this kind of thing. It's it's with bookie people. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to see what, what books are not bookie what people. What transcended? What, what yeah. did I have? What got friends of mine who don't ordinarily read the genre of book talking about the book? And I want yeah. to say nothing. Maybe crying in H Mart, but even then, that was like bookish people. I don't like, know what that is. You don't know what crying in H Mart is? No. Oh, it's a very popular uh, book um, that got adapted as well, um, and everyone it was like everyone was kind of talking about it for a while. Mm, um, yeah, I've never heard of it. Every like week or week and a half and obviously now I don't do this but I walk to this like independent bookstore right close to me Mm -hmm. and just like look at the books and take pictures of which ones I'm like oh this one looks interesting I love wandering a bookstore me too it's like my favorite thing um and uh so Ryan Mogig friend of the show and I we go to happy hour at a place and then afterwards we'll like walk through this bookstore and like look at the books Oh, you know what book was really popular? It's so funny. It's these romance books. And it's literally a Raylo fanfic, basically. But it's like they're scientists. I've heard of You this. heard about this one? And even the cover art, it's like, yo, this is definitely those two I people. Think, aren't they adapting that as a movie? I think so. And and she wrote another one that was something else. I I, I forgot, but. You know what's weird is I had an idea to do a an anti Raylo movie. Mm. Not like I'm against the parent, but just like I, it seemed to me that they were setting up Ray 
and Finn. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I and saw so making a movie where it like actually does follow through on that, and and Kylo is just a villain sociopath. I mean, the problem is, is that he was very hot. I think that's the issue. Well, as if John Boyega isn't. In a different way, he's a good boy hot. Yeah. If you want People bad boy, he's corrupting boy. her. You got to read. You, I mean, this this is the thing. It's like, I feel like most people have stoked the fires of their Raylo whatever on. And I'm Raylo trash. I will admit it. I, I know. think there would have been a cool way to do oh, Raylo. I was pissed and it was with how it done. went. On the, yeah. I don't believe it. The shit that happened in the movies was not canon. In fact, I literally said out loud when they kissed. I was like, oh, not like this. Yeah. <laughs> I like, went, oh, oh no. <laughs> because and I talked about this with Patrick Eller's friend of the show as well. Where I was where we were both like, no, he's not supposed to like be she calls him Ben and then kisses him. Ew. Yeah. No. He's supposed to be evil and she's supposed to hate herself every time they fuck. That's what's supposed to happen. This was the least sexy thing I'd ever seen in my life. I was like, no, dude, this sucks. Yeah. Sucks, sucks. It sucks. was that last movie sucked. <laughs> I was just like, Sorry, what Katie. are you doing? Like, you clearly do not know what people liked about Raylo if that's what you're giving them. Because uh-huh. this ain't it. It was very, it, it was just like weird and like. <sighs> Everything just felt like half-assed fan service and yeah. not good fan service. I think yeah. fan service can be good. I think you oh, can yeah. give somebody what they want in a surprising way that is still good storytelling. Oh, yeah, because there are times when I've been like, oh, my God, this is happening. Right? Mm-hmm. I did. I felt pretty disgusted when they kissed. I was like, this <laughs> is too. horrible. I was like, oh, no. So I yeah. was, like, relieved when then he died after. Oh, well, thank God. Because I was like, I if he lives. Yeah. I was like, I can't do this. Um, But speaking of evil and sexy. Okay. Indeed. Wow. How did I do this? this? Huh? That was really good. Thank you. Are you in um, radio? <laughs> Did you say, are you on the are radio? You in, are you in radio? Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, just podcast. Okay. Um, I'm going to read the uh, book or the Goodreads. Now, this book, Thirst 3, has 4.15 stars out of 5. That's a very high rated book on that Goodreads. That is a very high rating. Because also, but I'm going to tell you something that some of the reviews are like weird and they're like kind of very critical and then they give five stars. So I don't know if people <laughs> understood what they were doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I feel like most books we cover are like 3.5 at best. Um, yes. So let me read the um, description on Goodreads. Elisa has spent the past 5,000 years as a vampire, living alone and fighting for survival. In her loneliness, Lisa. Elisa cannot resist bringing Terry, a descendant of her human family, into her life. But Elisa is surrounded by death and destruction. And just by knowing Elisa, Terry's life is at risk. Elisa's guilt grows when she becomes involved in a dangerous conspiracy. A top secret group knows Elisa's secret and will stop at nothing to use her powers for their cause. As Elisa desperately tries to protect herself and Terry from the unknown enemy, she discovers a force more powerful and more lethal than anything she's ever seen. Elisa doesn't know who to trust, who to challenge, or who she will become, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I certainly didn't see who she was going to become either. <laughs> I was so shocked at that. I was like, I, I huh? was shocked and I was also, I, I, I want to say at the outset, I did not love this entry. 
Yeah, I would say this series. was one of my least favorite um, of uh, the. Uh, actually, this series. was my least favorite last vampire book. Yeah, I. So the uh, Terry and Matt. I will say when it was revealed that Matt was Yaksha's son, I like, di- like in my head, like did like fist pump in the air, like yes. Yeah, I, I liked that. I uh, was really excited about that because I I knew Matt had to be somebody, and I thought he had was to be going be on bad that. because that's that that had been the, <laughs> the general pattern of all the other last vampire books. Is it's like, oh, who's this mysterious person from Elisa's past? And it's like, oh, he's going to try to kill her. And so I just yeah. kept waiting for him to be a part of one of the factions, either the um, oh my god, it's gone right out of my head, even though I just read this. You can, I can't help the you with this. The tenor. No. Tanner. The ten. I feel like there's no way it's a T. Oh, heck. I really felt like it was a T. You're probably right. I mean, I, I don't you know. know me in names. But you know me in memory. <laughs> Uh-oh. With our powers combined, we'll remember nothing at all. Our um, powers combined. Let's see. Captain, no, no. They don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> Captain No No. It sounds like a children's thing about molestation. Like it's like <laughs> Pumpkin Sidekick. Uh, okay, let me see. Where Pumpkin is the Sidekick. Name? Yeah. Oh my God. I, for the listeners, oh, was yeah. having a mental breakdown and was texting Lindsay while having it. And then I just <laughs> cack away away. <laughs> she just started going cack away away. <laughs> I did feel like, I felt like I wanted to be Pumpkin. So that is what was happening. Like, oh yeah, because you wanted to lose yourself in. Yeah, I was like, I just want to go to Tiki Two Woods. Woods and not have to be in charge of your own decisions. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, actually, I get it. Okay, hold on, let me see here. Blah blah blah. We were talking about this. Where I'm literally researching oh, our our comments because we're talking about the names of. I the- don't think I know the names of all the characters. I cannot think of the name of the the ancient group that aren't vampires. I remember saying, okay, Tlar, Tellar. Tellar, yes. T E L A R. I was having so much trouble, I think, because I listened to a lot of this on audiobook. Oh, yeah. I'm just listening. I don't have as good a memory versus reading. I need to see something written down. Like, if I, if I know how your name is spelled, I'm so much more likely to remember it. Oh, yeah. Um, so either of I knew I thought Matt was either either going to be a teller or um, the with the uh, company that was doing the array. What was that? IIC. Mm-hmm. Opposite of CII. Um, Wait. So did we find out what the hell he's doing on there? No, not yet. Right. The video game. Yeah. No. I think it's just it reminded me of um, that video see you game. Later. In- Vincent playing the, yeah. the game about just not participating in nuclear war, and that was how you save save the planet. Right. It's like John is playing a version of being human, but <laughs> over and over trying to figure out how it how you uh, like become enlightened or something. I feel like there has to be significance with that game, though. Because oh, I thought I thought that it was going to be John outside yes, killing people. Me too. And that, that was his practice or something yeah and either he like doesn't know he's doing that or i don't like like he doesn't know the impact of what he's doing or yeah so like sita gets captured by 
the teller and they're they're torturing her with a device called the oh yet again something the array? like prism no oh, the array oh, oh, is no, what no, the comp no. the, was the, what the, the teller thing? has the, the teller device have, or something yeah just some device i feel like it starts with a p the thing that they torture her with yes that was messed up i like the the things that I liked about this book is that it was like it was the classic like I am not going to shy away from how like fucked up and gory everything is going to be. Yeah, I was really glad to see it was like still it's really felt like Pike still very graphic, which I liked a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, she does get tortured. Um, tell her, tell her, tell her, la la la. Matt comes in. I was like, when Matt, so Matt like bus in and say i like that matt was being called the abomination and then when it was revealed that that it was yaksha's son i was like oh right because they would think of him as an abomination like it made it sound like it was a villainous person and so when like before he got there i was like who who's this about to be i know Um, and i was like matt i thought that was cool (laughs) yeah matt what are you doing here that's crazy i like that that was sort of her reaction to yeah when he comes. she's like oh my god i know him yeah i've like, just been uh tortured within an inch of her life she's like oh my I god also matt liked that by that point too like we had been so entrenched in the tellar shit that like i kind of forgot about matt and terry and I all of them too. so like i like that when he comes in it's like oh yeah those people yeah. Like it did feel okay. And because I was at that point going, what was the point of Matt and yeah. Terry? <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess the point of Terry was for the end. And like her uh, being, it's like yet another instance of, of Sita, like not trusting Krishna and like choosing, just like any Pike heroine, choosing love in the moment instead of love everlasting (laughs) yeah she has to have her her uh human illusions Mm -hmm. um where's the name of the thing that they torture her with not that it really matters but i want to know the pulse not the prism oh the pulse the pulse Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So they they hook her brain up to this. They dr- literally drill s- holes in her skull, which is insane. And they hook her brain yeah. up to this thing called the pulse, where she just like it it just connects directly to the pain centers of the brain, so that mm-hmm. she just like is pain. She can't even remember who she is when they turn it on. She comes to and she's like vomited on herself and peed and shit herself, and it's crazy. And then Matt, they just hear crazy killing outside, and Matt busts the door down, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, a blast from the past, as in <laughs> hours ago. A blast from 20 pages ago. Um, the Okay, so this book, first of all, so can you refresh me on what we left? Because, like, the way that book six ends, it's that, like, it's Seymour. Has, I was, yeah, really wondering how he was about to yeah. fix this. And I, 
I love you, Christopher Pike. I didn't love how he retrofitted the new books into the Where it was books. just like they were psychically connected. and They were psychically connected, and he made up his own ending, and that's not really what happened. And I was like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> wasn't it that, like, vampires had never existed or something? Yeah. Or that it so was, like, all his story? She... Yeah, so so what happens is um she goes back to the beginning like she she gets like abducted by the good space people after dealing with the lizard space people. Right. And and they're like where do you want to like let's take you back to the present day instead. And she she's like no and she thinks of of when Yaksha was stirring in um oh, is her friend's name Amba? I forgot her friend's name, unfortunately. But the friend who, like, whose baby Yaksha inhabits and stirs in. And um, um, when her father says, you can kill it or not, she chooses to go ahead and kill it. And so she, Yaksha n- never comes to Earth. She's never made into a vampire. She just lives happily with, right. with Rama and Lalita. And Krishna comes and is like, are you happy? And she has no idea who she's who he is and she's like yeah i am i'm happy and he's like that's all i wanted to know and then it cuts to seymour who is dying of aids and has just been like he like in the time the new time line that sita established by changing the past it's like he still knew of that timeline and wrote it into a story i have a question because i really don't recall was seymour like in the book at the beginning this one no, of of book six. Like, yeah. was he part of the story? How um, long has he been part of the story? He's in all six books. In the, fir- in the he first He was like her book, friend, right? He's, yeah, just he's a friend of Ray. Right. Of Ray's at the high school. And she meets him and she feels both really connected to Ray and really connected to Seymour on a more platonic level. Mm-hmm. And she tells him everything because she, like, needs his help. And he... um. He like goes and picks her up after she has that big fight with the with Slim and the people that Yaksha sent after her. And she heals him with a little bit of her blood. And then in the other books, he's just like, she'll like call him and be okay. like, what do I do? Shit's crazy. And right. then in the last book, I think she had changed him into a vampire. And he is hunting with her. And they're chasing after some freaky evil lady and the freaky evil lady like they go out to the desert and she's one of the like lizard aliens mm-hmm. and then another group of people come and they're like to counteract the lizard aliens they're good aliens and they like take Sita to the past and she has the whole experience of fighting Landolf that like mm-hmm. freaky wizard guy who uh, the, like the guy who was trying to get her blood in Italy and it turned out that that Landolf was like posing as Dante, the boy with leprosy who was her friend. Mm-hmm. And that's how he got her blood in the past and was like wreaking havoc in the present. It's because she she gave him a little of her blood to cure his leprosy. That's how he tricked her. Right. And so she, in redoing the past, she figures it out because she's like sees the look on his face as she's about to give him her blood and instead like that's how she defeats him and the the like good aliens are like great you did it we fixed the present 
And they're like, back we go. And she's like, nope, just kidding. Goes and kills Yaksha. So the, it starts with right. Seymour being a vampire. And it ends with Seymour not being a vampire, being a human, dying of AIDS, just telling this story because it like popped into his head and he like wishes she were real. And sort of the way you feel is like, oh, she was real and you were just getting a sense of this like alternate timeline because of your psychic connection. And then the way I and I think that's like so beautiful. And then in this, it's like, oh, we had a psychic connection, but you made up that ending. And actually what happened is I never went back to the past and I just stayed a vampire. And I was like, why would you do that? You know what's so funny though? That makes we you were, a different character. We were literally making reference to like the last Jedi era of mm-hmm. Star Wars and like kind of the undoing that the most Yeah, so like movie uh, did. just kidding. Yeah, it's kind of like like oh you're actually you're not no. no one, you're really important. You're the granddaughter of the emperor. Oh, Palpatine. Yeah, oh, Palpatine. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's a little bit like it's just it's just Mike's getting a call and it's coming through on his computer in our office. He may not be able to answer it because he's watching Ramona right now. Just answer it. Get on speaker. There we go. Hello. Hello. Um, but yeah, so okay, so the book starts out with C- we're with Sita, and at first we we don't even know. Um, I was like, huh? Like, how are we with yeah, her? We, know we don't nothing. really know. We don't really know. So I was just like, I guess I'm just on for the ride. She's just exact. It's basically like, yeah, <laughs> you're right. Because the the way it starts, and I had this thought, and I totally forgot I had this thought, but I was like, oh, this is like Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah, where it's just like redoing the first book in a way because it's the whole like I'm this and I'm that and I'm that and I'm yeah this I'm and very I'm cool and very I'm so rich, rich. And I, yeah exactly I'm so rich and cool and my name I'm going by is uh, uh, the way the audiobook said it was Alyssa Pernay and I was like no no it's uh, Alyssa my Pern. name is Alyssa Pern and um even if it that's right that's not how I've been saying it in my head for the last 30 years and so I can't handle it <gasps> um my name is Elisa Pern, and I am here to connect with Terry. And she has this boyfriend, Matt. And I was like, this is l- exactly like you being there to connect with Ray mm. in a way. Like inserting yourself in a college instead of a high school. And then it was mm-hmm. the same thing of like people are coming after her and there's a big crazy getaway. So it, f- it, it felt like it was really mirroring that in a way where that I didn't find satisfying. I there was the thing that I felt personally like that I wished there was more of was like a little bit more character development for both um, Terry and who's the girl? Matt. Oh, uh, Shanti. Shanti. Because when she's telling and I know I know that she has this like cosmic connection or blood connection with these people and so like that's why she loves them so much but like when she's telling me that like this person is so special and she loves them so much to me I was like I don't know anything don't about these it. people yeah so like I don't know like Terry why. just seemed very basic just kind of blah kind like of nothing yeah I guess she was like driven she wanted to do the Olympics 
Oh, I'm so you know, sorry. I, I could not have cared less about the Olympics. <laughs> well, in, in terms of being in The Last Vampire, I was like, I do not want to be spending my time at the Olympics. I don't. I th- And also, yeah. like, weren't sh- how much time has passed? Didn't you just qualify like two weeks ago? And now we're already at the Olympics. That was really funny to me when <laughs> you were like, in a, like a small liberal arts college. <laughs> she does like a lap and then they give her a gold medal. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh at that. Um, uh, yeah, so I just was not feeling the Olympics section. Well, the Olympics, I think the problem is like, and I get it, right? Like to Sita, every problem, because all problems are either all big or all small to her, like they all matter because she's so old and blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. But like to me, a person who has X amount of years on this earth and um, no vampire powers, I was like, um... I'm sorry, but, like, I don't care about the Olympics. I care about, like, who the fuck are these people that are hunting you? And, like, what is this, like... Exactly. What is the array? And what is their plan with... It was, like, so much set up for the next book. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, like, it's it's one thing to rush through, like, the the length that these books used to be. But this book is twice as long. And to me, kind of felt like it accomplished half as much emotionally yeah i always feel very like moved and different after a christopher pike book um and it that's such a um challenge to do in such a short period of time and also like uh he's so good at getting us to like know and care about this our narrator character and we already Mm -hmm. know sita because we've been with her for six books already I think the challenge lies in getting us to know and care about these other people who are pretty much just presented to us as like, this is this, this is them and this is what they look like. And that's pretty much it. Like maybe we know that they're kind or they're mean, mm-hmm. but otherwise not, not a ton of character development. Whereas like I've seen this done much more efficiently in his past books. And so I'm kind of, cause like Seymour, yeah, we think- got to know Seymour so well and like, yeah. And I didn't know anything about these two and like, girls. And I also was like, when Seymour finally appears, like halfway through this book. Yeah, pretty far in. I was like, I, th- it feels weird to introduce him at this point. Yeah. And we're only now explaining what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, like what, how, how it is that we're back far. in this series. Yeah. And I want to, and Seymour to me still felt like the teenager that we knew from the first six books i do i wasn't feeling the older it, man yes. coming through it was so wild to me that he was 15 years older i was like yeah oh what and, he, and i was like that's cool yeah but then not he seems nothing, it wasn't like yeah he seemed the same they still had the same dynamic and then like what was with him having a like random crush on terry that was just like told to us we didn't see anything of their interaction yeah so like that felt it it just like it being twice as long and having as many characters and villains and set pieces as there were it felt very scattered yeah so okay hold on just to give like framework of like what is even happening in this book Mm -hmm. so that way when we talk about specific things there's context Mm-hmm. Um, so Sita, she is 
Uh, like you said, she is kind of insinuating herself at this college. Uh, she's trying to kill this rapist, which you know I love a revenge story. You know I love killing a rapist, so fine. I liked that. Um, but mainly because he is very interested in this girl, Terry. She's like, Terry's of my bloodline. Uh, I'm obsessed with her. I love her. Um, and I want to protect her. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to this school and pretend to be uh, someone who's looking for help with work. Uh, I'm a writer. And here are my stories. And I need someone to do medical research for me for these stories. Um, and that's you, Terry. And Terry tells her boyfriend, Matt. And Matt is like, I don't trust her. And she starts hanging out a lot with Matt and Terry. She gets home. There are these people. She's noticed that like some stuff has been like moved at her house. And she's like, that's really weird because I'm a vampire. I can usually tell, by the way, I'm very rich, 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 rich. Um, Ding dong. There's some people at the door. They are, or no, she overhears them in the car. They are Linda. Is it Linda? Lisa. Lisa? Lisa? Lisa. I think and her Lisa. boyfriend. It's weird that her name is Elisa and there's Elisa. <laughs> and her boyfriend. And then like Lisa just gets dropped anyway. <laughs> I that I was actually, and this is my own fault, but I was having a lot of trouble telling the difference between Lisa and her boyfriend and Terry and Matt. Yeah. Because she hangs out with two different couples a couple times. Lisa and Jeff are the people who come to her. With like the the tale of the IIC and Terry and Matt are the are her um, descendant and boyfriend. Um, so when Elisa and you know we just had we've just read on our Patreon Emma Klein's The Girls. So when she's hanging out with Matt and Terry and like all three of them are hanging out at her house and like he's playing his guitar, I was. And this is not by anything that the book does. I just kept getting like weird cultist vibes. And I was like, oh, my God, like <laughs> what's happening? Mm -hmm. But that's only because we just read a book where there was a guy who likes to play guitar around women. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, for our uh, Patreon, we read The Girls by Emma Klein. So. Um, that's a great like inaccurate but accurate way to explain or to the summarize girls. the girls. Yeah. <laughs> a guy likes to play guitar around women. And that's the plot of the girls. And, and that's the plot. really um, just, yeah, like gets at it. <laughs> um, so then, uh, sorry, I'm just checking something. Okay. So then um, she starts talking to Lisa and Jeff. Lisa and Jeff. They're like, heads up. This organization is aware of you. They are a person of interest and they may have killed my ex-boyfriend, Randy. Also, I was like, damn, she moved quick. And she's, she's like, new guy. I instinctively trust them because I'm a little bit um, telepathic. But and Lisa like, moved quick. She like, her boyfriend got killed by IIC and then. No, ex-boyfriend. <laughs> oh, they were already ex when he got killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. They were already exes. <laughs> Jeff is her current cop boyfriend. Randy is the ex-boyfriend who also worked for IIC. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, so they're like, 
they're up to something. We don't know what. They say they're a financial firm. But yeah, they're, they're, they're like, uh, they manage people's investments. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. But really, they just accrue all of their own. Yes. And that's a front. And they have this thing called the array. And we don't know what that is. We don't know what that is, but it involves something. <laughs> and we still don't really know what it is. <laughs> no, I don't think I know what it is. It's some sort of mind control. Right. But how is it powered by the children? It, the array is not powered by the children. What's the ch- what are the children the doing with the numbers? The investments are powered by the children in some way. So that's way. separate? Yeah. The array just employs an army of psychic children <laughs> mm-hmm. to give them stock tips. And they'll like call them up and they'll just give them two different basically like stock codes. I don't What is that called? What is like your, those, like, your NASDAQ like codes. designation on yeah, NASDAQ? Yeah. Um, and they'll, and they just say yes or no. But then why did they want to kill Shanti? Because hers, she was right, but it, in a way that was like somehow damaging their other investments. It's never explicitly stated. I didn't understand that part. What her deal was. Mm -hmm. But somehow it's like, while her own investments would succeed, what she told them to do somehow worked against the IIC's interests mm-hmm. because I think she's like too closely connected to a higher power mm. and the IIC is evil. Right. So she's like too pure and good. Yeah. Okay. So they wanted Basically. to eliminate her. Yeah. And then, yeah. So that's just the investment side. And then the array is a device that is powered by blood question mark. I'm not sure, but because we that's know. how they were controlling Sita. But the question is, then how are they going to be able to control everyone else? And I guess maybe they invest in Elizabeth Holmes. Uh. <laughs> 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 They're trying to get that, that home lab test working so that they it's can get a, everyone's test. blood samples. All we need is one drop of blood. One drop of blood for the array. <laughs> well. <laughs> And so, like, what the array does, too, is that it, like, goes in your brain somehow and it makes you think things. And yeah, think it's that like, you see it's like psychic projections, essentially, to control you and make you do things. Right. So, like, first she sees, oh, and also <laughs> the IIC uh, owns CNN. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Um, Who's the woman so it, that it she's her, Mrs. Mrs. Oh, like Bertram or something? Yeah, Mrs. Bertram. It's it's not quite that, but it is very close to that. Bertrand. Bertrand. Bertram. Bertram. Bertranium. Who knows? <laughs> I'll try to find it. But yeah, okay. so she she goes to her home and the array makes her see a report on CNN that like all kids are just like killing themselves, like shooting themselves in the face, and then Shanti appears on screen. And and the array is like telling her, like, shoot yourself in the head, shoot yourself in the yeah, head. Yeah, and she almost does it, but at the last second, she thinks of Krishna and says Krishna, and that snaps her out of it because the connection to a, like a higher power, like supposedly, like the thing, yeah, because that's what she said. It's like essentially like kindness and love breaks the array's hold on you. Well, how come it's only? I mean, I and I guess this kind of goes against this question, kind of. The in, all of the books have told us that Krishna's love is like the most love, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think I just personally have trouble with that just because of my own uh or not belief trouble with it but like yeah I just I just have you don't buy into it yeah I I can't buy in that's that's the word like I can't buy into like well it's a story oh yeah I know that I know that but Kelly, I just like it's like, not like real. taste taste wise Kelly I, Kelly Kelly the last vampire is not real Kelly this isn't a real thing it's a story <laughs> It's but fiction. it's it's just like taste i think like no personally I <laughs> like i because i'm like well why can't love between people that exist in the now be enough but it's like no it's not it has to be the like love of krishna and i'm like brew tran huh? what is it brew tran brew tran brew tran anyway prior to her going there though she gets attacked by this scary guy that has a weird watch and mm-hmm. he's really good at shooting her and the bullets are scary because they like blow up and her whole house gets destroyed she has to like blow up her whole house to stop him and then um he like cyanide tooths himself and dies no explodes assumes that he is with the iic but he's not so she so she's like trying to figure out she's like you sent someone to kill me and mrs brutran's like no i didn't she's like we want you with us Right. Like to prove that you uh, are cool, I'll tell you what the array is if you kill Shanti and Lisa. Yeah. And she's like, I won't. She's like, I decline. Thank you. So then that's when she does the array on her. Mm-hmm. How come she, so is she protected by the array? Is that why like she can't have her mind read and she has a very strong will? Shanti or no, Sita? Mrs. Bertrand or whatever? Oh, Brutran. Well, she just controls the array, so that's why the array is hers. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Is the array right, what's right. shielding her from uh Yeah, like, that's that Sita's was the attempts. control that she had over Sita to like that's why she wasn't afraid when Sita showed up. But I mean, remember when they're in the office and she, Sita's like trying to read her mind and she's like, Oh, it's like a psychic wall? Oh, that is like not fully explained. She just yeah, like just has yeah, and her heartbeat is like shield, and she's like slow. listening to some somebody else mm-hmm. in her in like an earpiece. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's it. Like she couldn't read her mind because all she was doing was repeating a talking point coming from somebody else's brain. But she was like she felt her like fighting back with the psychic wall. So I was like, what? Yeah, how is she strong enough to withstand Sita? Is it the array that's protecting her or something else? Unknown. I yep. just wasn't sure if it was Unclear. explained in the book. Yeah. I don't know. It's not explained. She okay. thinks she's like in some way supernatural, but it's never said. Right. Okay. Um, Then she starts getting really close with Terry and Matt. And she's like, Matt, let me introduce. So she keeps being like, I need to like let them come by the stuff they want to come by. Like their goals. On their own, because like if I do it, then that's not good. And then she's like, "Whatever, I'm not gonna take my own advice. I really want to help <laughs> Matt, and I'm going to set him up with um, uh, what's the word? Uh, record executives." Uh huh. And again, I was like, "The girls, the girls." By Emma yep. Clark. <laughs> and for Terry, she's like, "Well, she's gonna put her a little bit of my blood every night." Oh my god! So she can win the Olympics, like a reverse succubus. <laughs> Yeah. Um, She's juicing her. Yeah, she is juicing her. And it's weird. And I, like, didn't love this section 
of the book because I didn't care about the Olympics. I just wanted to get back to the array and the other people. Um, but she's like staying with them and like and Shanti staying with them too so that she can protect them. And Lisa's staying with them and is essentially a non-entity for the rest of the book. And hey, she gets on the phone sometimes. She does get on the phone sometimes. That's true. Um, and and then the Olympics happen and Terry wins and she's invited to hang out with the president. And I was like, oh, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's Obama. That's really funny. Um, I was I, like, oh, can, I inter- her. <laughs> can I interject really quick? Because there is uh-huh. this is another thing that I had trouble with with this book was that the really even though there were very large things happening I didn't feel like there were any stakes for this book yeah um, because like every issue that Sita got into she got out very easily like even when the array is overtaking her right she withstands it you know she yeah. says Krishna gets out of it or like but she she I mean I agree with you I, I'll just say that the book tries to explain that with she can't depend on Krishna coming through for her again. And so she doesn't, she still feels the array as a threat. But right. I agree that it, it was like, okay, so what now? Yeah, it just kind of feels like, um, that's why I didn't like the whole Olympic sequences. I was like, I feel like we're spinning our wheels here. Like this is completely unrelated from the larger story. When I thought that something bad was going to happen to Terry. I thought she was going to like burn out or like, because remember they were like, oh, yeah, she's getting really, really tired does and i guess it's supposed to be that that's related to how sita ends up in terry's body at the end which i was yeah. like okay yeah um she just put all their blood in there so she goes in there maybe because that was a hint of her being like yaksha but i would have liked for her to at least get like some kind of heart problem or something because she's burning too bright with sita's blood she's like not made to her body's it's not made like to have implied vampire that that could happen but yeah it doesn't yeah, I I think because then, of like, that, she, it just felt like things were happening around Sita. Yeah. And like she's not really changed or affected by anything that happens. Like it's just kind of like, she's oh, just well, like, then she thought of C- she thought of Krishna and now it's okay. Oh, she put the blood like, in Terry, but oh, it's okay. I'm like, really with the IIC and the teller to worry about, you're fucking chilling at, at Olympic practices what? yeah why why do it why are you doing this like i know that we're told it's because she loves terry so much but like we said like we as the readers didn't really feel a connection with terry and so i ju- i truly like don't also she ultimately wants to be a doctor so i don't care whether she makes it to the olympics because it's not her <laughs> actual dream she was just like on the track team at this small college in like well she Missouri. does say she's like my secret dream is to win a gold medal at the olympics sure but like my secret dream is to like be a singer and like <laughs> well but what am i doing about it blood. <laughs> it's not my fate um uh, i mean and i get it and again like kind of the thing like i was saying before where like we are seeing all this shit at the olympics because i do feel like if you are a vampire that's been around for five thousand years your priority list, like the world is ending, things are, people are trying to kill me. You, it, like everything just kind of becomes the same priority because you're like, I don't know, I've been through so many things. Like, so it's just as important to me that Terry go to the Olympics. But it just, when reading it, 
because we don't have that outlook, yeah, it's very I hard to make us care about it. the the Olympics when like the t- teller are around and the IIC is there and the air- array is there and the pulse is there. Yeah, because I do have a finite lifespan. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, I... And this Personally, is the other thing. Yeah. would prefer if you'd get back to the IIC. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I was very intrigued by like what is going on with this like array thing. It's so scary and weird, and yeah, it was such an intriguing concept and villain that I was like, why should I care about a gold medal? Why should I care about this extremely earthbound thing? This yeah. very human desire. Yeah. And because it didn't ever come into play that what she was doing with Terry affected the other things. It like made Matt mad at her for a second and he left. Big deal. He still came for her. Yeah. He he was like, I didn't like that you did that, but I am here. Yep. So yeah, I was just like, okay. And then when the when the um the IIC come for no, the teller come for her. The way Seymour's like, and because before before she goes to the Olympics in London, she's like, maybe I should go pick up Seymour. And so then, like, finally, Seymour comes into it. Yeah. And so Seymour has been at these practices too while she's been giving Terry her blood. And Seymour's like, this is a bad idea. And I was like, agreed, Seymour. <laughs> so the Olympics happen. She like connects with Terry psychically as well as her blood coming through. And she like, wins the day and she gets invited to party with the president and she's like goes to the hotel and then the teller four teller agents come after her she doesn't know who they are yet and and seymour's like oh you could like try hiding at the president's hotel because like at the dinner bunch of Mm -hmm. secret service agents there and that it's like I both see the logic in that, but also like you know that these are superhuman people and like what do you think they're going to be able to do about it? Yeah. Um, she goes there. There's like a big shootout. She kills three of them, takes the f- a fourth hostage, like provides her pain relief, dresses her wounds, gets her to talk a little bit. Um, and it turns out that they are of an like an ancient kind of being called the teller been she like even older than Sita like 12,000 years is like the, how old the oldest one is and they're like connected to something called the source and and it, vampires are their enemies yaksha Yak- they hate yaksha oh they hate teller, yaksha yeah man do they hate him a teller woman married yaksha Sita feels jealous she I does was kind she's of like hmm. that um, and as soon as like Yaksha came back and I was like, yes, back to the good shit. And, and they had a son <clears throat> and the teller considered this son, like, or they like, like died and ch- they think he died in childbirth. They think the mom is dead. Um, I think that they tried to kill them and thought that they succeeded maybe. Yeah. Um, but then the array takes over Sita's mind. Sita has a crazy Lucifer hallucination. That was I you know what though? I loved the hallucinations. Oh, I, I thought they as were soon as so it got back cool. to this. I was like, yeah. I lo- I loved the one the hallucination she had in 
the woman's house in Dr. Brutran's house. Mm-hmm. And then this one, I was like, ooh. And then I knew too, I loved this moment of her coming too. And I was like, oh my God, what did she do? Um, But anyway, yeah. So she has this hallucination, this Lucifer hallucination, the hallucifernation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lindsay. Good work. Very good work. <laughs> uh, excellent wordplay, Kelly. Uh, um, oh yeah, it takes over. She goes like full Yakshini nature and absolutely tears this teller woman to shreds like eats her the fuck Mm -hmm. up like mangles her corpse and shanti and seymour break in she's like ready to eat seymour shanti places her hands on her face and is like it's okay it's okay Mm -hmm. it's okay baby it's okay come back to me come back to me it's okay (laughs) <laughs> and Sita comes back to herself, and that's how we learn that Shanti is like essentially like anti-array power. Yeah. Um, and Sita's like, "Man, that was crazy." And then Matt <laughs> and Terry, and she's Matt like, "Terry, what in, the hell?" And they're like, "And Terry is like, what is happening?" Yeah. And Matt is like, "I am disgusted." Yeah. And they leave. And Seymour and Shanti are like, no, it wasn't her. It wasn't her. And I was like, it was, though. And I was like, it was, though. It's all over <laughs> her face. <laughs> um, And so Matt and Terry leave. And, and Sita go- is like, I need to seek out John and Paula. And I personally was, like, sad that Paula didn't want to be friends with Sita anymore because she was essentially like, she was the reincarnation of Suzama. Yeah. What, what happened? Why did she want to be friends with her? I don't know. They don't really say, I guess she's just like connected to danger and she had like, she had to protect John and she's just been like living on this um, island in Greece, running a bike shop, a bike rental. And John just like spends his whole day playing video games. And I was like, that's a pretty depressing fate for new Jesus. Yeah. Um, that's why I mean I feel like this his game that he's playing is CII backwards IIC it's like a human simulator like, game what is that saying at all I know I was like why mention that if it's relevant yeah <laughs> like I mean why mention if it's not relevant because like I would not be like oh my god it's that backwards when it's only three letters like okay but I was like okay maybe it is connected so I guess we'll see in the next book if it is because there's a lot of setup for the next book it's just very like N I I C is C I I backwards. Can you believe it? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> Monster energy drink six six six. That is Satan, the devil. Like, whoa. It has that vibe. Um it. and it's like, I'm sure that they are connected. It's just that when that's all you're telling me of it, it's a little like here are the similarities between Lincoln and Kennedy. <laughs> like one yeah. was born in 18 whatever and the other was born in 19 whatever isn't that crazy and like they and but and their secretaries were named that it's just like i could be a coincidence could easily be a coincidence because this is literally the only thing you're telling me yeah um and i was i just there it was some this is when it started to to my if i i was just like increasingly like bummed about how like this is the re-entry into the series because to a degree Sita didn't feel like quite the same character because the Sita we knew 
was working against her vampire nature and did go back in time and choose to end all vampires. And this one just like, it's like, I wouldn't have done that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> why? That's gross. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you have done that? That was a pretty good thing that you did. Yeah. That I thought you did. And instead you just like didn't do it. And you're like, no, that's your version. And I was like, well, I liked my version. <laughs> um, So I was bummed that like Paula and her weren't friends anymore. And I didn't know what that was about. And we're not told what that's about. And it's just sort of like when you find out your ship isn't real <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. I was just having that kind of feeling about it. And John won't see her for some specific reason. And John does see see more and all of a sudden in this version she's like i don't know he's like divine that's all i'm saying and i was like i thought it was pretty clearly established he was jesus like you knew he was like new krishna jesus yeah and that you were like absolutely sure that that was suzama she's like i don't know maybe and i was like i don't but she was yeah it does seem like kind of an undoing of a lot of stuff from the last book because it's so like oh well he just wrote wrote it that way yeah and and i'm like oh it's just like it pulls it's not that it he changed so much but it pulled at the essential thread of her character to me Mm -hmm. same and that's what bothers me is i was like everything about sita is different if she's a person who didn't choose to do that yeah everything about sita is different is it if she's not that person longing for rama and lalita and her humanity everything about her is different that is the essence Of her character. That is her core. You've Mm -hmm. changed her core. So instead, she's just like, I'm really rich and pretty. (laughs) Yeah, it just felt... It it felt a little bit like, I'm girl James Bond. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just not... I have a question, actually, and this is unrelated, but... um, Do you like James Bond? (laughs) Huh? Do you like James Bond? (laughs) I feel nothing about James Bond. (laughs) No, I mean, I was joking that that was oh, your question. That was my question. <laughs> so I have a question. Do you like James Bond? Um, <laughs> what do you think of the movies? That's really funny. Um, so do you think her being in Terry's body, mm-hmm. does that mean she's human now? Or does that mean Terry I is think a vampire? Maybe she's, she's some sort of a hybrid. So she's probably not that's as strong. why she was giving her blood. So she's going to be like a little bit strong. That's my theory. Okay. I mean, so I I was reading this thread by this guy. I forget who it was, but he used to write for Dragon Age Inquisition, this game. Mm -hmm. And he coined this thing, the lyrium problem. And basically it's when you have, so like lyrium can basically do anything in this game. Like Mm -hmm. it can make you stronger. It can make you this, it can make you that. And so like it kind of creates this issue of like, well, then what can't you do? And then there's no stakes because you can use lyrium to fight lyrium. And then like kind of like what people say about Superman, he's like too powerful and good. Right. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, but Lyrium is acquirable. a position I don't agree with, by the way. But but I understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. But it's but also Lyrium is acquirable by anybody, and they can use it. And uh-huh. like, yes, it does make you like it corrupts you or whatever. But it can still, like, you can do anything with it, including fight it. Ah, uh, okay. With Lyrium, so like. I feel like that's kind of where we've gotten with Sita and kind of like her use of her blood. It's kind of like, oh, I'm just going to turn everybody and I can do anything with my blood. I can save anybody. There are no stakes because I can bring anyone back or do anything. And she's also like very 
comfortable and happy being a vampire, seemingly. Yeah. There's, like, no conflict for her emotionally with her own nature anymore, which is, yeah. like, huh? Yeah, so it's kind of... So it's what like story she, are we telling here? She's, like, at the beginning of book one, except without any of the, like, longing. Yeah. Because it's, like, oh, well, she's just, like, really strong and perfect and and... Literally, like, because even though, right, like, even though the, it sounds so weird. This sounds so weird because when you say the things out loud, it does sound like there was struggle or adversity for her. Like, when she's first being hunted by that teller, teller, and he, like, shoots her through the liver and she has to, like, do, like, she pinches off uh, veins and then puts them together so that they can reform and then she's okay. Yeah. That does seem like she has to go through a lot, but in reading it, it doesn't seem like that. It kind of just feels like, and then I did this, and then I did this, and then I did this, and I didn't. Well, I liked that she was worried because, like, I, she was I, worried, I, and then I did this, and it might not work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it so does. that was good. But then it does in a crazy way. <laughs> yeah, because then she's in her body somehow for some reason. Mm-hmm. I, I did there were it I did feel some kind of stakes actually when she's getting pulsed. Yeah, I I really enjoyed from that point. I I enjoyed the book from that point on until yeah. the end. Yeah. I don't love the well, end. Well, I also didn't get like that one teller who like the scientist teller who like joins them. Yeah. Like George and he's like, or something. like almost as if he's like, I would die for you now. And I'm like, what? Why? Like, George, find a purpose. <laughs> find an inner like core. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I did. I really liked when she was captured by the teller and they're doing like fucked up experiment or fucked up torture on her. I was like, this is cool. I did like that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that whole sequence was really cool. I, I like that she got duped by the innkeeper. Oh, I yeah, liked I liked that too, that actually. Doc Show was coming back into it. My criticism of the book would be that we spent too much time on the Olympics and not enough time in Yaksha's biography. Mm-hmm. I was like, I really wanted to delve into that life. And instead, it was like very, very surface. I feel like we'll get that in the next book, I guess. But I wanted Fingers it now. Crossed, but Wait, but can I, I was read just you? so interested in it. And I was like, why do we spend all that fucking time at time at the olympics when like we could have been doing this yeah i wonder if there's gonna be if i mean i do really want to read the next book now yeah i want to read the next book too can i read you this um review on goodreads yes okay i'm gonna there's a lot of uses of um exclamation points and punctuation so i'm just gonna read it as it's emphasized ready i'm ready this is by eileen (laughs) whoa christopher (laughs) pike has played with your mind in Thirst 3, you find that the fun has not stopped. Sita is still around. So is Seymour <laughs> and so much else. You learn more about her maker, Yaksha, oh my her God, descendant, smart Terry. nine-year-old writing this. And just so much else. I loved this book. <laughs> I want more. It was too good for words. It had you on the edge of your seat from the very beginning and left you craving more, just like he did in his <laughs> other Thirst novels. I cannot wait to read the next one it is like a physical need after the cliffhanger of from doom he left you with last time three stars (laughs) three stars after all of that 
I was like, this is like the best book I've ever read. Three stars. <laughs> Eileen, I love you. That's so Never funny. Changed. That's so cute. So cute. What a charming little review. Has played with your mind. <laughs> Cliff of a doom. Cliffhanger from doom. <laughs> also, every exclamation point, there's like six of them. Sometimes there's oh, two. So I think the fewest that she does is two exclamation points. I mean, sometimes <laughs> she'll do stars. like five or six. Uh, Very cute. It was too good for words. Huh. Three stars. <laughs> Three stars. <laughs> <laughs> too good for words. <sighs> I'm going to see what else she's reviewed. What is what is Miss Eileen like? Let's see. Oh, she wow. She has read a lot of books. Her favorite books. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Her most recent review is a one-star review. Uh-huh. And then it says, updated the wrong book. Whoops. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to see. Oh, she does hate this book. Well, she's probably older now. Yeah. How long ago her, this she's, review? Okay, so she is still, like, really updating her... her um, Goodreads? Yeah, her Goodreads. Like, she has a lot on her to, like, she wants want to read... Um, she just as recently, she just updated September 13th. She just added a book to her want to read. So she's very, she's very prolific. Um, so her favorite books, she really likes fantasy. She likes fantasy a lot. I can see that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so, uh, oh yeah. So where'd we leave off? So, um, Oh, yeah, she goes looking for Paul and John. John won't see her. She um, goes to Switzerland because there's a um, Yaksha connection and IIC connection. A Yaksha connection. Yaksha connection. Um, Sorry, I got distracted by my mom turned a bunch of photos of Ramona into stickers on iMessage. Oh, (laughs) my God. Sorry, just messages. Um. And so I, she asked if my, my basil plant was still alive a while ago, and I said, yep. And she just attached a, like, Ramona surprised face to it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the vote of confidence, Mom. <laughs> um, she was right not to. I'm terrible at taking um, <laughs> So she goes and finds, like, the last place Yaksha was staying. It's this, like, hotel. He had, like, the whole basement. He had this, like, warm connection with the the guy who runs the hotel and he leads her down to this safe that like she gets into by using the code I He's love like, you Sita. Ugh, I know. I was um, like what? in Sanskrit. I, I actually I really like, love how he is like he's like, oh my God, girl, I have heard about like Yaksha's like was saying that like there's he disappeared. Yeah, it's true. Um and he was staying here and he had like a like thing in the basement. And like you should definitely go look at it because I think that you will be able to figure it out because you're so smart. You're and so she's like, smart. She's like, oh my God, there. thank you. And he's like, I'm, why don't you go first? <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> okay. And then he's like, yeah, I'm going to need you to stay in there. And she's like, what? You sound different. He's like, that's right, bitch. I'm Teller. And you're staying in there. <laughs> Well, he doesn't do that until the next day oh, right. until after she's like opened the safe for him and brought of the course. book back. Yeah. And made and he's like, Don't make any copies, girl. And she's, and she's like, like, I, I don't. <laughs> and and then he like 
<laughs> traps her in the basement and steals the copy she made. <laughs> uh, so I did like her getting outsmarted again. That was fun. Yeah, I liked that too. Um, but also I was like, Sita, you got to stop trusting anybody. And you got to not have made a copy of that book. What are you doing? <laughs> I know. That was very stupid. That was very fucking stupid. Um, so, she, yeah, she takes the book back. It's Yaksha's biography. We get a little taste. He, like, he married that girl. He tried to kill all the vampires. There's, like, a standoff with the teller. He told him, like, Krishna was, like, uh, kill all vampires. And also the teller are bad. They are mm-hmm. basically, like, Hydra. Yeah. And he even says that. He's, like, like the story of the Hydra. And this is the other thing. It's, like, yeah, like, when you cut off the head off. and it grows back. I was, like, no, incorrect. Three grow back. Mm-hmm. That is That's just me personally. That's okay. <laughs> silly, silly, silly. And you know, she kills the one assassin and then four come after her. I what? know. <laughs> um, Hydra. So, Hydra. So she gets duped back into the basement like a dummy. She's <laughs> the, stuck there. The, the new main teller, the main teller guy comes down. What's his name? Like Paul? His No, he has a more interesting name though. Sorry, not to knock the name Paul. <laughs> um, sorry to all our Paul listeners. I'm so sorry to the Paul community. Um, I am growing and learning every day. Mm-hmm. Where is his name? Where is that guy's name? Haru. Oh. You know, um, actually. Oh, what is it? Paul? <laughs> I, I had a connection. I have a Haru connection. I knew a kid oh. named Haru in elementary school. His It was short for Haru Hero. But he always went by Haru. Well, not Paul. No, <laughs> not Paul. You know, I only know one person named Paul, and it's my cousin. <laughs> Do you, you know, know anyone named I Paul? Only one. No, oh. one person named Paul, and it's me. No. <laughs> Actually, incorrect. I did know some Pauls in high school. Now that I'm thinking about it, so I knew like three Pauls total. I know many Pauls in my life. Actually, you, I like the name Paul. Truly, nothing against the name Paul. I'm I do just like saying the name it's not, Paul. It's it's not a white sounding name. Is really what I meant. Right, Haru. So, okay, Haru is the guy. So Haru is the guy. He hooks her up to the pulse. He starts torturing her, trying major to get major torture. Oh my god! Which is kind of funny because, like, he's like, oh, I could keep reading the book, but torturing you would be faster. <laughs> I know. And he's trying to find out where Paula and John are. And she's like really, really afraid she's about to give it up. And she's like trying to think of Krishna. But then who should bust down the door but Matt the Abomination, no last name. And Mm -hmm. she was like, Matt, what are you doing here? And he's like, like, oh, I should not have revealed that we knew each other. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because they're like, oh, so you know each other. Now you're definitely the enemy. And she's like, oops. And he's like, correct, it's me. I manipulated my heartbeat so you would think I was human. But in fact, I am half Taylor, half vampire, much stronger than you, and really good at everything I do. And he like has been trained to be a murderer from being a baby, and he's really good at killing people really quickly. So here's my guess is that he is the Antichrist and connected to the IIC. Oh, you think so? Because the IIC's purpose is to support the Antichrist, right? I think so. And then what, so, so what's, what's Tellar then? Are they like the Inquisition or whatever? Tellar are trying to destroy humanity because they're trying to protect the earth. And I was honestly sort of on their side. 
Yeah, I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what? Our ranks could be thinned out. Because yeah. we are doing a very bad job. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like my feeling at the end of Last of Us when he oh, yeah. like takes Ellie back. And I was like, mm, was he wrong, though? I know. Um, because we are killing the Earth. And I mean, he's not doing that for that reason. He's not doing it for that reason. He's just doing it. That is why they're doing it. No, 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 no. Why he... Yes, 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 yes. No, no, no. Why he decides not to... No, I'm talking about Haru. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was jumping back to the book. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know he does it because he loves Ellie in The Last of Us. (laughs) And he's like, he's like, there's just no question I can't do this. Yeah. But yeah, no, they're and like, he is right for that reason. And then I think Haru is right for his reasons, which is global warming. <laughs> I um, saw someone saying that like this. Sh- and I know that this is in reference to ships. Um, but I mean this as far as like not like platonic ships as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw someone saying like my favorite ships are like if I had to choose between the world and you, I'd choose you. And I was like, yeah, honestly. It's a good ship. It's good. It's really mm-hmm. good. I mean, it's why I was crying so much. At uh, cabin at the end of the cabin world. at the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I love that. It's like I, the world is so cruel, but I would I could never be cruel to you. Never. I was watching. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was watching uh, one of my uh, uh, sermons uh, <laughs> from the Potter's House in Dallas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how I'll watch bl- uh, black church sermons. Mm-hmm. Um. And they were, he was talking about the story of, uh, of, uh, Abraham Mm -hmm. and how he's willing to kill his son, Isaac. And because he's willing to kill his son, Isaac, God is like, you are going to be blessed. All of your, uh, children and descendants will like be fruitful and multiply and inherit the world essentially. And I was like, "Mm, I would not kill Ramona for God. No. I would not kill Ramona for God. I'm sorry, God. I know that uh, you gave her to me, you know, if we're going by the Bible logic. Um, if, if I were Abraham, I would uh, politely decline and keep my blessing and not want to give it back. Well, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> and this is kind of, I mean, for more, count at the end of the world, patreon.com slash teen creeps. Um, <laughs> I, I feel, I have the feeling of like, if there's like a fucking God out there and they're like, kill your child for me. I'm like, fuck you. How fucking dare you? That to you think me you're is like, so you're not a God. You're a fake God. Yeah. Like, this is how a trick. Could you, how could you ask me to do something like this? How could you? When yeah, all I, I have is this. This is all I fucking have. Sorry. If you're a God who's asking me to take a life, you're not my God. No way. And that's why I'm not Christian. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I really want to be. I really want a religion i but i know you've all gotten so it wrong i, I don't know. think any of them are getting god right i just and can't so think that's about why it. i'm starting the world's first right religion spore spore <laughs> spore would never spore would never ask spore, spore would never, never ask do that. fucking ask you to do that shit because you know why spore's like because spore is love spore's love spore's like love those around you that's what mm-hmm. all and that's what god a christian god purports to do and I know God is like, what? Well, I did it with my son. And I'm like, yeah, and you were wrong. Yeah. And honestly, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you did it with your son. What kind of fucking daddy fucking issues do you think what? Jesus has? Oh, oh my, God. my God. Have you thought about issues. that? Oh my God. He, he, oh, he must just have such low self-esteem. 
I mean, kind of like Zane in H2O, which we'll talk about in our mini Indeed, exactly like Zane in H2O. <laughs> Jesus is basically Zane, and Zane is Jesus. Oh. <laughs> uh. So um, anyway, I think he's the Antichrist, blah, blah, blah. That actually is really interesting. Teller. I think you might be right. I think I might be right, too. We'll see. Um, if I'm wrong, I won't be surprised because I am I like to think I'm sorry, but sometimes I'm not. Well, sometimes, sometimes you know, I everyone's wrong down. sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. So Matt saves her. They go back. Uh, they find Paula and John and everybody, and there's a. Th- it's Terry gets hurt when they're trying to escape. Yeah, they jump out of a Apache helicopter mm-hmm. onto um, into the water, and she accidentally hits ice and breaks mm-hmm. her leg in such a way that she is going to die. The bone is like poking out, mm-hmm. and the like vein in her leg is or artery in her leg is like ballooning which means she's mm-hmm. done for she's gonna yeah. die and Sita's like I'll just turn you into a vampire and she's like I see the look in your eye do not and she's I'd like please don't I don't want to be that way yeah and that's how we end the chapter and then next thing we know we're at somebody's funeral in Seymour's perspective mm-hmm. turns out it's Sita's funeral huh <laughs> and then it turns out that she gave Terry some of her blood or did, she did turn her into a vampire. Mm-hmm. Matt is really mad. Matt gets taken over by the array. Mm-hmm. Forced to shoot at Sita. No, at Seymour. Oh, at C- no, Seymour. No, Seymour yeah, tries, tries to, interrupt. to intervene. Mm-hmm. Sita jumps in front of it and dies. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're at her funeral. Terry's been a little weird since the change. Really funeral quiet. happens. Everybody leaves. Seymour is standing there, thoughtful. All of a sudden, Terry comes back. He's like, "Oh, hello, Terry." And she's like, "Just kidding. It is me. It is Sita. What?" <laughs> she's like, "I'm in her body. I'm in her and- body. Can you believe?" And I was like, "Okay, yeah." I was like, "Wait, huh? huh? How and why and what?" And I don't. I was never one. I was never attached enough to Terry to care mm-hmm. that she died. I'm sorry. To Terry. Two, how? Three, seems a little left field. Four, this is feeling very remember me. Mm-hmm. Book two. You know what? At least in Sita's mind, I do see the the logic in Sita's mind where she's like, well, she wants to die. She's not going to use her body anyway. Mine's kaput. I don't think that she did it on purpose. Oh, you think she I just I think something freaky happened. Do you think that Terry's still in there? Did she oust Terry from I her own body? I do not know. Because when did it happen? I know. Because Sita was still Sita when she got shot. I caramba. So what happened? That's why I think something freaky happened that she yeah, didn't something do freaky on happened. Um, uh, and that's the book. And it felt like kind of a lot of setup without letting this book be its own complete story. For mm-hmm. me, it's too much setup for the next book. Yeah, to feel fully satisfying. There was a lot that I liked about it. I like, like I said, once she has the teller, and we're and like from then on, I was enjoying myself. I'm sorry to say, it's mostly because Terry and Matt were gone. <laughs> yeah, same. and I felt like we were really zeroing in on the story better. Um, so yeah, not my favorite, but there was there was a lot to like about it. Still. 
I just, I don't like that we've kind of altered the core of Sita's character Mm -hmm. in bringing the series back. Yeah. That's kind of my take. That's my take. Not kind of, that is my take. That's mine as well. I just, I I mean, I still want to read the next one. So at least there's that. I'm like, well, how, how can, how are we going to resolve this? It's not like I'm like, oh, I wash my hands of this series forever. So no, like, yeah. So yeah, I, 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 this is definitely my least favorite of all of them. And especially because I love the early ones so much um, that I think it just doesn't help thirst three, you know, where it's like, well, this just isn't fair that like it has such a high standard. Um, But yeah, that's the book. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much, everybody for listening. We uh, really appreciate you. Um, and thank you for those of you who um, uh, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash teen creeps. Uh, like we said, we talk about H2O on there. We also talk about um, a bunch of other stuff and uh, more episodes there if you want more episodes. Yeah, own ad free episodes as well. Yeah. Um, a very special personalized shout out to our Patreon producers who give at the $15 a month level. Thank you, Adam Howitz, Amanda Kay, Amy T, Ann Dwyer. Caitlin L. Carrie H. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny B. Drew Waranis. Ellie Lagos. Emma. Emma M. Aaron B. Gabriela Santiago. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Hannah L. Jason H. Jeremy Kronk. Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicich. Jessica Smith-Harper. Jesse T. Jessica Yu. Jonathan Venable. Kat Miller. Katie Olsner. Keith Anderson. Kelly Burns. Carrie N. Kodiak Siegel. Landry Desmond. Larry Nguyen. Laura Hooper. Maddie M. Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Nora Orion, Rachel C, Randy Clatt, Rebecca Goss, Robert F, Rokalahua, Sasha Gibson, Sylvie T, Victoria Beck, Whitney E, and Sarah Wallen. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. We really appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Until then, keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.